I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I am a tail fin road locomotive. You can't polish my chrome so clean. We can't fly off into the sunset together. A rusty old American dream still running. Rusty old American dream. And thanks to the help we get, you get, from Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, who is with us today. Call in, text in your questions. Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you. Good to be here. How are things at Lloyd's this week? Well, we're, bit, we're, we're ramping up, that's <laughs> for sure. you are, yeah, uh, especially when you hear about the forecast. Yeah, the forecast is something, isn't it? I uh, want to alert our listeners uh, that Dan will be here for about another 30 minutes. So if you have any kind of a car care question, you, you think you need to bring in your vehicle for some service at your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, and you want to know some idea of what may be uh, wrong with it, uh, ailing, Call in or text in. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. Uh, and, I, and, again, that's uh, the same number for the text or the phone call. We're already getting both. Uh, you and I were talking uh, a bit before uh, you sat down about uh, the forecast because I said, yeah, we're going to be below zero here right. in, in a couple of days. And the thought crossed my mind, but it may seem like a simple question. It probably is. Cars don't start, some of them. During this weather, they're sitting outside. What's the deal here? What changes well, besides a bad battery? Well, that's a good. That's exactly where it starts. You know, mo- the reason most cars don't uh, start is they crank too slow. It takes too much energy out of the battery to actually crank the engine over, and then sometimes there's not enough voltage left to fire the co- coils and do the things that the car needs to get it started, and then. As you just continue to slowly crank it, uh, the spark plugs fall out, and then once it's once it's flooded like that, then you're done for. So, the solution is, in the morning when it's cold, you have to have the engine cranking over fast, like it would on any other day. And the way that you accomplish that is to have a good strong battery. That's the starting point. You need a good strong newish uh, battery with clean with clean cables and good connections so that you're getting all the power that you can out of the battery and it's actually getting to the starter clean cables and good connections so that you're getting all the power that you can out of the battery and it's actually getting to the starter um, and then the other thing is remember we've we've talked about motor oil over the years and if you're using a conventional any motor oil really but especially a conventional motor oil and you haven't changed oil for a long, long time, all the good, thin, small molecules by now have burned off. And what's left in there is the the thick old, you know, tar-like sludge. So that really can make a difference. Oh, it makes a huge difference. And so uh, the car, and, 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 you know, of course, with that thick oil, it won't turn over. You know, synthetic oil is much better, but it happens with synthetic oil to some point, too, uh, as the oil gets old. But so the difference is a car comes in and it won't start and, and today and, and, 
you know, we put a new battery in it, clean up the cables, change the oil, maybe put new spark plugs in it, and tomorrow morning it starts just fine. And people say, well, why is that? I mean, what's the difference? And it's just that. You've got a strong battery. You've got clean, thin uh, motor oil, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the car starts up. There you go. Yeah. So that's 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 so, why it doesn't start. So be proactive. And that's what you saying. can do to get it to start. Yes. Today while it's warm out, if you need that's a new right. battery, go get one. That's and, right. Absolutely. And, uh, and if uh, if you've not had your oil changed for a long time, go have it changed. That's going to make a difference. Very good. Again, 651-989-9226. That's the phone number. That's the text number. Tell you what, let's uh, grab a phone call. I believe uh, Dave has been uh, waiting there online. Dave, you're on with Dan. Good morning, Dan. Morning. I really enjoy your guys' show. I've been listening to it for years. So Thank you. Uh, you make very good advice, Dan. I used to wrench years ago, so your advice is always valid. My question has to do, I have a 2008 GMC three-quarter ton heavy-duty Duramax diesel with the alley transmission. I bought it new. It has 70,000 miles on it. And it has to do with my four-wheel drive. When I engage and disengage in cold weather, it delays. So I'm on the lake, and I put in four-wheel drive. It may take... 15, 20 seconds before she wants to go in. And then likewise, when I want to take her out, turn the knob in the left-hand dash, and it could be 30 seconds before she wants to come out. Uh, not locked up as far as tying up the differentials. Mm-hmm. So what what's the actuator on those bands? Is there one in the front and the differential and also in the tranny, or where are those things at? Well, I, I, you know, I, they're, all cars are a little bit different, and... Uh, I'm not sure exactly on that car where, where it is, but there's probably one on the front differential. And most when when we're having four-wheel drive trouble, that's the most common actuator for us to change, the one on the front differential. Um, you know, that when you get it up on the hoist when you're actually switching it uh, and it's not working exactly right, you can see what's what's turning and what's not turning, and you can figure out what's where you need the act, you know, which actuator is not working if there is more than one. But the one on the front differential is, is quite common. And over time, the it's just an electric motor, and that electric motor gets weaker uh, as they do. And when that happens, then, of course, the, uh, the in cold weather makes a difference. It's trying to push that, that thick 80-90 weight uh, grease uh, when it's below zero, and it's just having a hard time doing it. So... You're probably right. Probably what it's going to need is that that actuator motor replaced, and you're probably smart to do that before you're out on the lake and it actually gets stuck and you can't get it into four wheel drive. (laughs) So I think uh, be proactive on that. Have that replaced, and and I think your problem will probably be solved. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate the call. Uh, Callers on the line, stay there. Don't go away. We're going to take a quick break. I want to ask you this quick text here, Dan, before we take a break. It's a 13 Fusion. Texture says he or she hits patches of ice, and the rear end sways back and forth. Doesn't slide, but it sways, and they have new tires. What do you think is well, called? Yeah. Of course, ice. <laughs> yeah, you know the and the, the other thought I had is, do you have a brake a brake hanging up a little bit mm. or something like that too? Because uh, you know that's one of the things that they tell you when you're driving on in severe icy conditions is don't use your cruise control, for example. Because uh, one wheel all of a sudden will hit hit ice and uh, and and the car will take off in a, you know in an odd mm. direction. So you need your foot on the gas so that you can adjust to that properly. But if you know if one of the brakes is hanging up a little bit, then uh, the other tire is slipping too much and uh, and it would cause a weird effect like that, like swaying. Yeah. All right, hang on. 
Uh, we have callers. We have textures. We're going to get uh, back into it as soon as we get back from the break. I can tell you it's 24 degrees in the Twin Cities, heading to about 35. Uh, when does the snow come in? Sunday night, mainly after midnight, one to three inches possible. And then Monday, uh, maybe another one to three inches possible, mainly before noon. So definitely could affect morning drive here in the Twin Cities and the surrounding parts of CCO land. Right now, a few clouds, CCO temp 24. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on uh, Grand Avenue in St. Paul. The Grand Meander is happening today, I believe. It is, yeah. yeah. Kind of an opportunity for people to get out and support small business and, and shop local. Can they meander over by Lloyd's they Automotive? They can meander, yeah. We'll be open till noon today. Um, we, we don't we don't have much Christmas opportunity <laughs> at, at the, or much Christmas shopping that we offer, but uh, but we'll be there but, anyway. But yeah. good service. But, yeah, good service. And there's plenty to do on Grand Avenue, but... Anyway, yeah, come on by. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. At least when you're out shopping, stop by and take a look at what we do. Uh, You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call this morning, 651-228-1316. Excellent. Good day for a grand meander. Uh, let I tell you what, nine, let me give you the phone number. It's also the text number. Same one applies to both, 651-989-9226. Let's go to uh, Tim's calling from this one, I believe. Tim, you're on CCO. Good morning. Morning, guys. Um, I have a 2015 Ford F-150, and it has the capless gas tank. It mm-hmm. automatically caps itself, and uh, for about a year, uh, I've had a check engine light, and uh, when they run the code on it, it says that the tank is not uh, sealed. It isn't forming a vacuum. Well, now, twice in the last week, uh, I've been driving down the road, and my car has killed, and my gas tank says I have gas, uh, but the only way I can get it going is to pour a little gas in it, a gallon or two, and that seems to do something, and then it goes. So I don't think I'm out of gas. I'm wondering if that inability to form a seal in the gas cap is causing something to happen or what you might think. Well, that's, uh, yes, that, <clears throat> to answer your question, yes, that is definitely possible. Um, and it could be running out of gas, and your gas gauge just isn't reading correctly. Also, so you, we're going to have to check all of all of that stuff. But yes, the evaporative system is uh, there's a whole bunch of things involved in that, including vacuum from the engine and and piping and and valves and solenoids and and so forth. Um, and it measures when the vehicles under under the test pressure or under the test conditions, it uh, puts vacuum on the tank and then measures it, hold tries to hold it there, and if it doesn't hold long enough then uh, it says, hey, we got a leak, and that's what's going on with yours. And, uh, you know, I don't know, wh- I don't know where that leak is. It could be in the gas cap area, or it could be a whole bunch of other places, and it could be a solenoid that's not working. So, But at any rate, if you, take, if you bring it in and, and have the evaporative system checked, then at the same time they can check the, uh, the fuel gauge on the truck and, you know, let's get an accurate reading here. Is the is the fuel gauge really not working? And are you running out of gas, or is it uh, is it 
you know, something different that it, it, it won't use that gas on the bottom of the tank for some reason. Mm. So, uh, but I think that there's a very good chance that those two items are related. Okay. Very good, Tim. Thank you. Good luck with that. Uh, Texter says, how many hours before I leave in the morning should I have the electric frost plug heater heating? It's on a timer. Yeah, it takes a while. Does it? <laughs> yeah, it takes a while. I would, uh, you know, the, the, on the night when it's going to be 15 below, I'd probably leave it on all night. Uh, just Because the trouble is, once it gets cold, it's hard to get it heated up again. Okay. <clears throat> if you start with a warm engine, it's way easier to keep it warm than it oh, is okay. to get it warm. So. Uh, you know, on the on the few nights a year when you really, really need it and you really want your car to start on those really severe cold mornings, I would leave it on all night. But on a normal night, you know, probably three or four hours uh, would get it warmed up enough to make a little bit of difference. All right. We're going to take a real fast break here. So hang on. I'll have a look at that forecast, too. We'll see when that uh, cold weather comes in. Text your question to Dan or call it in, 651-989-9226. That number applies to both the phone call, and text messages. Uh, Wix & Jewelers time check, 729. Don't fight them all crowds. Visit Wix & Jewelers, park at their front door. Their expert staff will find that perfect gift. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive. We'll let you know how to get in touch with those good folks there before uh, Dan leaves us. Dan, we have callers. We have texters. Can I put you back to work? You bet. Yeah, before you uh, take off. Uh, Bill is calling in from uh, Deep Haven uh, this morning. Bill, you're on with Dan. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Say, I have a uh, 2005 Toyota Camry. I've had it for a couple of years. And uh, the speedometer shows about four miles an hour too fast. Is there any way that those can be recalibrated? Well, they can, but I wonder why it's showing that. I wonder if, are, are the tires on well, the... I, I did check the manual and because that was one of my uh, thoughts. Uh, uh, the manual uh, showed that the tires that are on there are right. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would be more curious. I'd, I, um, I would be more curious. There's something wrong if it's not reading accurately. I don't know if the, if the sending unit and the transmission is uh, a problem or if the signal uh, going to the speedometer itself is the problem. Is it a digital signal or is it a little needle uh, that oh, you missed it? Yeah, I'm not sure. But that um, back in the old days, <clears throat> there was a cable that mm-hmm. ran from the transmission to the uh, speedometer head, and you could actually just change the gear on that uh, speedometer and, and change the ratio. And so with the new new electronic ones, it's a little bit different. Uh, you can't quite do it that way, but I would be curious as to why it's uh, what's what's changed. What's uh, one of one of the components in that operation is is not accurate, and we'd have to figure out which one that is. Oh, okay, so so you could do detective work. We could we okay. could figure that out. On the other hand, you know it. Maybe you don't want to spend a bunch of money to figure that out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> unless it gets worse. But but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's a good question. I've I've uh, I've actually not looked into that for a long time as to what the problem would be. And one other thing that I would do is check to see if there's any service bulletins. If Toyota knows something about that, oh okay, uh, that might be a good place to start exploring to see if uh, Toyota knows something or has some sort of history on this and uh, has some information as to what the repair is. Very good. All right, Bill. Thank you. Let's grab some text messages before you take your leave. 
Here's a 2006 Mazda 6, no heat coming from the passenger side. What's the deal? Well, um, you know, in in that heat operation underneath the dash, there's a whole bunch of doors and uh, there's a whole bunch of things that are going on under there. And sometimes those doors are run by cables and sometimes they're run by little electric motors. I'm not sure which would be the case on your car, but uh, if you're not getting any heat over on the passenger side, for some reason one of those doors isn't moving properly, and we'd have to find out why. Is it that the door is broken, or is the a little electric motor broken, or is a cable disconnected, or, or uh, something like that? But but most often when something like that happens, it's uh, it's the heater box, something in the heater box itself that's causing oh, the problem. All right. Let's see. Here's another one. Uh, hi, Dan. A 2011 F-150 with electric power steering. Yesterday, it suddenly became harder to turn, and the steering wheel doesn't readily turn to position. What might be going on? Well, uh, the electric rack, we have changed some of those. Uh, the other thing that happens is if you have a steering component binding, if you have a ball joint or a tie rod or something like that that's gotten all rusted up, and now it's it's sticking. So if you bring that into the shop, uh, and you should do probably do that soon because if you've got a component sticking, that can get dangerous. Uh, you don't want that to go on. No. Uh, so I would bring that in and have that checked, but uh, they'll be able to zero in on that. But it's either the steering rack itself or one of the components that the steering rack is trying to move, which would be ball joints and tie rods and things like that, uh, is stuck. Millie sent a text saying she has a 2010 Toyota RAV. When I turned it on, sometimes the heating slash air conditioner comes on automatically without me turning it on. And sometimes it won't turn off when I try to turn it off. Seems like it has a mind of its own. Yeah, you know, there's a there's that control panel that you're actually pushing those buttons on is kind of a little computer, and it sounds like something's going on in there, like it uh, it's power like the switches defective it's you know sometimes the switch is uh operating itself really is what's happening and that does happen and uh so you can have that checked out and perhaps you'll have to have either that switch or the panel itself uh replaced here's a 2014 camry uh, texture says i feel a wobble slash rumble seems like from the front usually when it seems to be in a, a gear change like around 30 and 40 miles an hour. I thought it was the tires, but I still get it after I got new tires. Yeah, I wonder if it's the drive axle, if the if the drive axle or the wheel bearing. Uh, those are the other two things that can make a noise and that you'll feel. Uh, that You know, the drive axle, more commonly when you're turning, will uh, make kind of a rattly, ratcheting sound. Um, and a wheel bearing, when you're driving down a, a very smooth highway, and you'll, you're hearing the noise, and then if you shift the wheel a little bit to the left and to the right, the noise should change. And uh, if it does, then maybe you've got a bad wheel bearing that needs uh, attention. Yeah, I think we have time for maybe one more, Dan. Then I'm going to uh, print out some of these, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll address those next week when, uh, when we do the show. That's huh? a great idea. Here's an 03 Saturn nearing end of regular 75-mile drive. Dashboard lights flicker and pulse. Usually happens only in colder weather, below 20 degrees and only rear end of the road trip. Hmm. Well, over time, uh, one thing that I would be concerned about is, is the alternator stop. Is it does the alternator stop charging? 
so that uh, you don't have enough battery voltage or is the alternator just charging partially and causing that pulse. So that's the first thing I do is have the alternator checked. And if not, then there's probably something going on in the dash assembly itself. And, uh, and that will need some attention. And in 30 seconds, you will advise people with the below zero weather coming if they have an older battery? I would get, uh, I would get a new battery. Uh, it, what the, the trick to getting your car started on a cold morning is to get it turning over fast, like it does on a warm day. And if you get it turning over fast, it'll start. And the, the two things you can do is have a good battery with good connections and clean connections and have fresh motor oil in your vehicle. Get that oil changed. Yep, too. that'll turn it over. All right. You have a good week, Dan. I will. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Sounds we'll uh, good. do more and more, sh- more of the Car Care Show next week here on News Talk A3 OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t